Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Nashville ranks as one of the worst bottlenecks for semi-truck traffic. Nashville's oldest downtown shopping center just sold for a pretty penny. And we have the perfect list for your spring and summer hikes in Nashville. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Well, there's uh, increasingly more than one reason uh, not to drive on Nashville roads. And it, it's uh, there is the bottlenecking of the semi-trucks, which we'll talk about in uh, just a second. But uh, also, I, I don't know why, uh, but in Nashville and near Nashville, uh, there have been uh, an alarming increase in incidences of people shooting each other while they're driving in their cars. Uh, and this is evident of something that happened, uh, I believe, t- two days ago on uh, Highway 109 in Sumner County, which is just kind of northeast of Nashville. Uh, yeah. So uh, the sheriff's department up there said they were told the victim and another woman started arguing through open windows after brake checking and other hand gestures while driving along Highway 109. <laughs> so they were brake checking each other, I guess, like going forward and stopping. That's and what friends do. And stopping. Yeah. And then all of a sudden somebody pulled out a pistol and shot at the <laughs> other woman. Somebody's like, dang it, this is ending now. Yeah. I'm stopping you, this. You gave me that middle <laughs> finger. I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, it seems, seems uh, I for an eye right there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's happening in uh, in Nashville and the surrounding area right now uh, on, a, on a weekly basis, at yeah. least. So uh, you can go get your body armor at Nashville <laughs> uh, This episode Armory. is sponsored by... Uh, Nashville Armory, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, or you can get bulletproof glass windows. I have no idea where to get that in Nashville, but uh, I, I, I assume know. there's a provider somewhere. They're, they're probably... It, it's going to be a, in demand very soon. Uh, and another reason not to be on the road in Nashville, uh, we were ranked, according to... Uh, a survey that's reported on by the National Business Journal uh, that Nashville has four of the worst truck bottlenecks among 100 nationally uh, ranked areas by the American Transportation Research Institute. And this is they an a, annual they, survey. So, like, this is fresh, they, very they fresh. A, they have a pretty good website, truckingresearch.org. <laughs> I mean, why change yeah. that? Uh, Tennessee is among the states with the highest number of truck bottlenecks in the survey with six and four of those are in middle Tennessee, AKA Nashville. Nashville, uh, And the rest are in Chattanooga. Uh, The Hills don't help that at all. Uh, They, they definitely slow things uh, down. And the other places that we tied with New York um, and uh, we trail Texas, California, Washington state, Connecticut, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. Uh, Here are all the bottlenecks in Nashville specifically um, coming in as the most bottlenecked area is I-24 and I-40 where those interstates are, are uh, merging and I-44 East. Oh, it's awful. I, I emerge there all the time and it's, I'm like, I'm getting off a of Spence lane. I can't do this because it's so bad. <laughs> abort, and that, abort. And that came in 13th out of 100. Yeah. The 13th uh, worst spot in the the nation for semi-truck bottle bottlenecking which 
essentially equates, equates to all bottlenecking because we have to just navigate around these beasts. Uh, the the next worst place for national bottlenecking and for semi trucks. One this one's bad, especially with those recent potholes. Uh, I don't know if you've driven right through there. There's a bad pothole that can almost like suck up your entire car. I don't think I've seen this one yet, but this I is at I forty every day. This is at I forty and sixty five. East. Uh, in the the eastbound so direction, right next to Fort Nagley. I mean, this is this is almost is. exactly where that other one is. Like, it's not far away from the one we just mentioned either. Oh, dude, it's so bad. But this came in at thirty fifth overall. Yeah, uh, and it's bad because especially with that pothole now, and everyone's trying to merge either right or left. Dude, it's so bad. <laughs> this is is this, or is that the one? Um, oh, that's the one like going to your place from downtown. Going kind in that of, direction. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we're the, the one right next to Fort Nagley. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, the next one in Nashville, I-65 at I-24. That's always bad. It's I just, mean, it's bad. This just points to uh, it is it has not been a true success during the increased population of Nashville and the increased traffic. All of these interstate switches uh, happening at a very, very quick um, you know, within within a quarter miles, almost it seems like of each other. Well, it's that, and uh, with that one, uh, there's that Briley Parkway ramp, and it's that really long ramp that condenses very like fast. Yeah, uh, and that's where, and it converts to two lanes like right there immediately because I twenty four is only two lanes. Like after that conversion, yeah, uh, which sucks. Like I twenty four should be four <laughs> lanes to Clarksville. Uh, this but, next this next one was very surprising. Yeah, so that one came in at seventy seventh. Uh, the, the next one, which came in at 88th, I 65 and then state route three eighty six. Where is this one? Exactly. I don't know. I'm looking it up right I'm, now. Uh, I think this is one like near Goodlettsville. Let's check. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I wish they'd say 65 Indian Lake Boulevard. So up there, uh, in Hendersonville. Yes. Yes. Where oh, oh, it goes. It's it's so that's bad. where it goes down into two lanes. From four lanes. Yeah, yeah that's so right. Bad. Wow. I actually thought that would have been higher. Wow. That's wild. Because that came in at 88th. You know what? I don't even know if it goes into two lanes there. I think 386 is beef is after all of that. Which would make sense. It's still it's still. But that's that's crazy. I wonder if it gets some of that backup from. It going into into those two lanes after 386, uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah. So it's just it's wild to uh, to say. I mean, it's one it's one thing you just know it's bad here, but then you see all of this data coming in, and you're like, okay, uh, we're not like making things up and pretending like the the world is ending. Like it really is that bad. It is. Uh, so start walking. Uh, <laughs> talk to your local councilman about building sidewalks throughout Nashville and then start walking. Yeah. Yesterday, Stuart and I were on uh, 12 South, the main road, 12 South, right next to Severe Park. It's a park and there's not a sidewalk uh, on the where the road meets the park. Yeah, it's dude. wild. And you're there's that red light right there. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm about to get hit. Like it's it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so uh, uh, something else that uh, I don't know if it doesn't make sense or if it makes sense, just depending on uh, what you think about this sale. I think it, <laughs> I think it makes sense. Uh, so according to the Tennessee and the historic Nashville Arcade sold to a New York firm for twenty eight million dollars. No future plans 
uh, have been announced. Before we go over some of the, the details of this, Stuart, can you tell us just a small bit of history about what what is the arcade? Obviously, it's not an arcade uh, where you go in and play video games and uh, like a traditional arcade. Yeah, so this was one of the first indoor malls in America, opened in 1903, uh, way back in the day. And it's it's themed after malls that you find in Italy, like outdoor malls that you find in Italy. And it has beautiful architecture. There's over 50 vendors, retail, and art galleries inside of the arcade. And uh, we talked to security, I think it was like three weeks ago. And they said most of the vendors have closed because of COVID, which is very unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but it is a awesome place in downtown Nashville. And I love walking through the arcade. It, it's very cool. Lots of local restaurants, lots of local businesses on the first floor, galleries, uh, art galleries, and, and other things encompass the second floor. It's very, very beautiful. Um, but it sold for $28 million recently to a New York real estate firm and a group of local investors. Um, it is between 4th and 5th Avenue, uh, just north of Broadway and Commerce Street and everything like that. Um, and so we don't really know much about this. We don't know what the plans are. My hope is that it will stay the same. My guess it will is that it will stay the same because... It's on the National Registry, I believe. I mean, and it's just such a unique place. Yeah. I, I think so much can be done with a place like this um, in not to say that it's been poorly managed, but I think that there's more that can be done than has been done. Uh, Cause it would close at four or 5 PM every day oh, dude, I think when the business banking hours were done. Boom. It was closed. It was closed. I think this can be a hub for like uh, night type culture and bars. I think it could be really cool if they do some like interesting things with it. Yeah, no doubt. The fact that there's not a really a coffee shop in there oh, blows my mind. <laughs> um, one of my favorite places inside of the arcade is Manny's House of Pizza. Yes. You can learn more about the arcade and Manny's House of Pizza by heading to our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. We have videos about both of those things. Okay, so let's talk about local food in Nashville, uh, speaking of food, and uh, there's a place that uh, has not opened up yet, uh, but Stuart and I got a a sneak preview of this place, and it's called the 1230 Club. It's a part of Fifth and Broad. Uh, it's a new restaurant opening up. We've talked about it uh, a, a few times here on the podcast. It is uh, Justin Timberlake is a part owner in this, as well as the same chef that owns Blanco. Yes, and I believe um, his name is Sam, and I, his last name always is it Cross or or Cook or it's, it's something Maybe, like that. I can't a, remember. He's been nominated for the James Beard Award twelve times. Yeah, so I mean, fantastic chef. Uh, so Stuart and I actually we went at different times, uh, but uh, still had some incredible food there. It's described as a honky tonk. Um, elevated an elevated honky tonk. Um, I think it's really just a very very nice restaurant with a band. Yeah, uh, is pretty much. Yeah, is pretty much what it is. Uh, the menu is absolutely incredible. Uh, Stuart, why don't you go first with your experience there? Yeah, so I had the um, pork belly uh, things, dumplings. That's what they're called. Not not things. Uh, pork belly dumplings, which tasted good. And then the thing that really stood out to me is I had the short rib meal with their macaroni and cheese. That macaroni and cheese was fantastic. It was like a very sharp cheddar, uh, I think. But that short rib was, uh, dude, it just melted in my mouth. And the barbecue sauce 
was homemade and it was fantastic. I also had a bite of the smash burger, which was delicious. Um, so I went a day after Stewart. I got for uh, an appetizer. I got the truffle fries, which were really good. Um, but I had that and and uh, for uh, a drink, I had a coffee with Bailey's. Nice. Which was really good. You can never go wrong with Bailey's. No. But by the time I had the truffle fries and the Bailey's, I was like, I could walk out of here satisfied already. Uh, but then I had to order a real meal. Um, I got the their prime rib sandwich. Was it great? And it came with au jus sauce. I don't think I saw that on the menu. Maybe they have it, a different lunchtime menu. Maybe. Huh. It was on their menu. I saw, I saw what you had on the menu, um, but it was the... Um, it was their prime rib sandwich, and uh, holy cow, was it, it was incredible. Dude, the best homemade French bread I've ever had. Wow. Uh, shaved prime rib, or uh, is it prime, short rib, or uh, I can't remember. Whatever, it just sounds, it's uh, some prime rib. rib. And, uh, you know, shaved uh, prime rib, and uh, cheese just melted all over it, but in a good way, like not like messy, melted, um Dipped in the aju sauce, oh, so good, dude! That sounds amazing. It was uh, it was the best uh, prime rib sandwich I've ever had. That sounds great. I need to go back just for that. <laughs> and then uh, for dessert, um, I got the uh, gosh, what was it called? The um, Google Goo Goo cluster. cluster. It's like a shareable yeah. dessert. I mean, this thing is huge. So it's just a regular Goo Goo Cluster? No, no, no. It's okay. it's like a, it's something special that is made there for that restaurant for dessert. It, there is, it's a, a brownie layer on the bottom, uh, then a layer of peanut butter fudge um, and caramels like on the bottom of the plate, uh, the brownie, the peanut butter fudge, and then some kind of whipped topping on top. Um, and it was fantastic. Uh, I mean, just put me in a coma right there. That's a that's a good that's a good <laughs> food coma to be in. Yeah, no, it it absolutely is. So uh, if if you want uh, a really 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 good tasting menu with lots of things to experiment with, the twelve thirty club, and this was just in their main dining room. They've got a lot more to offer when they fully uh, open up in Fifth and Broad. So I, I would highly recommend that as an experience that you have in Nashville and. For another Nashville experience that you can have, let's head over to Explore's Nashville Tip of the Day. For Explore's Nashville Tip of the Day, it's a great day to see some art inside of the Frisk Art Museum. Uh, and they have extended their Picasso exhibit until May 7th. Oh, nice. That's really cool. Uh, so if you're looking for some fascinating art and you want to see some amazing exhibits, you need to check out this museum in downtown Nashville. That's fantastic. I mean, it's uh, that's really nice that they can because that's the only time uh, that that Picasso exhibit is going to be in the United States this year. So that's really good news that they were able to extend it a little bit. It's probably because all the European stuff is like, yeah, we're still closed. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We'll say that they'll just say we're staying in Nashville for as long as possible. Okay, so Stuart, if somebody is going to be over in the area of the Frist Art Museum, where is somewhere that you would recommend that they go either for 
a lunch, an early dinner, anywhere around that time. Yeah, so uh, you can drive or you can walk here if you wanted to. And this is Peg Leg Porker. This is a great barbecue restaurant located in the Gulch. The owner of Peg Leg Porker, Carrie Bringle, just came out with a book, Barbecue for Dummies. And I started reading some of the description and I'm like, oh man, I may have to go buy this book just to have it. <laughs> That's awesome. So if you're looking for a good food and a good uh, daytime experience, check out the Frist Art Museum and Peg Leg Porker. That is Explorers Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily to get 10% off their next online order in-person visit. You can find them inside the Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. And if you want to get outside a little bit more and, and experience and learn about Nashville, we have uh, officially launched our walking tours. It's called Explore Tours, and you can take a walking tour of downtown Nashville, learn the history. Stuart will be giving that tour and our opening weekend is April 22nd through April 24th. And you can find tour times at xplrtours.com. Also, if you want to uh, celebrate with us, we are offering a 20% uh, off discount using the code NASH in all caps, N-A-S-H, uh, for 20% off of your entire order when you are on exploretours.com. So if you want to take a tour with Stuart, learn about the history of Nashville and get a great perspective of the city by walking in the great downtown Nashville, you can do that one more time. That is xplrtours.com. Use that promotional code NASH in all caps for 20% off of your entire order. All right. Now, if you prefer to walk through trees and in dirt and in creeks, and uh, in solitude, we actually do have a great episode planned for you today uh, because we are bringing you the five best hiking trails in Nashville. This is a, this is a well-studied list. Yes, uh, and a well-traveled list. <laughs> we, we've traveled most of these trails, and I'm looking forward to traveling one of these trails. Man. Uh, but one thing about Nashville that's really unique is the accommodations we have for the outdoors. Tennessee is known as one of the best outdoor states in the country, and Nashville is able to participate in that, especially with the local parks, the state parks, and how many state parks are nearby Nashville. It's just an incredible area to go experience the great outdoors. I mean, it, it really is. Um, and I think just being in the position that Nashville is in Middle Tennessee, we are afforded that opportunity to uh, to have the beautiful landscape that we do to be near as much water as we are. Um, so there there aren't too many cities that have this kind of opportunity sort of ingrained within the city. There are plenty of great cities that have landscapes all around them. Uh, but Nashville and uh, the city has done a great job to make sure that it, it is still incorporated within the city. A really good example of this as a whole, and then we'll get to the trail specific within this place, is Radnor Lake. Radnor Lake uh, is uh, what we call a little oasis uh, in Nashville. It's, it's uh, gosh, just about 10, 15 minutes from downtown Nashville, and you feel like you are you know, three miles out from any kind of city when you're at Radnor Lake. 
yeah, you can see a lot of wildlife, like bald eagles. Uh, they have blue herons, fish, otters. I have snakes. Snakes. <laughs> I've touched snakes and a lot trees. of deer, Lots albino deer. deer there too. Uh, there's also turkey, and it's just a great. It's a wildlife preserve. So yeah, there, there is that absolutely. And uh, there's a lot of deep history there. Uh, this was made to power the steam engine locomotives that were at the um, Harding tracks or the Radnor tracks. Yeah, are about three miles away. Uh, so great history and the hikes are absolutely amazing at Radnor Lake. Yeah, so let's get started with this first trail that we are going to recommend in our top five hiking trails in Nashville. You don't have to go outside of this county to be able to enjoy these hikes. So at Radnor, uh, this is called the, I believe, the Gainier Ridge Trail, uh, G-A-N-I-E-R, uh, Gainier Ridge Trails. I, I, I hope that's how it's pronounced. I uh, haven't heard it before, uh, but it is a 2.3 mile heavily trafficked loop trail. Uh, but don't let those 2.3 miles fool you because uh, it, it's not exactly your flattest uh, hike that you'll ever have. So this hike is considered moderate. And uh, it has a 367 feet in elevation gain. It's a giant loop. And this is one of my favorite hikes in Radnor Lake. So what you do is you come down Franklin Pike. You take a right on Otter Creek uh, Road. You're going to pass all of these multi-million dollar mansions. <laughs> and then you enter Radnor Lake and there's this parking lot with a bathroom. You, and you hope you can find a parking spot. Most of the time right now, you cannot. So you have to go to the other side of the park. <laughs> uh and then what you do is you hike behind this bathroom and you go up the hill and then it's going to split into two different directions and then you keep going to the right yeah. and then this will take you on top of this trail. It is beautiful. There are a lot of splits in the Radnor Lake trail system. Uh, so have have some kind of map or something beforehand. Use your phone's GPS, anything like that to, to make sure you know where you're going so you don't just constantly go in circles or, or go somewhere you don't want to go. Um, also, we have all the links to these trails uh, using a site called All Trails. I believe they have an app as well. Uh, so you can watch your hike on the All Trails app, I believe, as you're going. Yes, I uh, that may be a paid feature, but uh, I'm this, not sure. But but this it's a great resource that we have in the show notes. Yeah, this trail, you will lose cell phone service. Yeah, GP, as I was say, GPS usually holds up. Um, I don't know. I used to have Sprint, so I'm not a I'm not a good test market for uh, a lot of of these features. But All Trails is great. It has uh, weather, UV index, daylight, uh, so you'll know if you want to start early when you're going to start getting a daylight uh, daylight kind of uh, time. But you know, I love that this is a loop trail. It brings you right back to your car. Yeah, and it's great. It's a 2.3 miles trail, as Aaron said, um, and it's just it's one of my favorite trails. I've been on this trail probably over a hundred times. Okay, so uh, going a little bit east uh, into the the outer edge of Nashville, still near a body of water. A lot of these trails are near bodies of water. This is the Volunteer Trail. I know we've talked about this before. It is an unofficial kind of part of Long Hunter State Park uh, is where it's most associated with, uh, but this sits along the eastern edge of Percy Priest Lake. Yeah, and it's right at the edge of Davison County as well. And this is a 10.7-mile heavily trafficked out and back trail. So this is not a no, loop. So no, no loop. So you literally <laughs> you go 10.7 miles, and then you have to, guess what, walk back 10.7 miles. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a moderate hike. Uh, there's parts of this hike. I've done this, I've done this hike about two times. And it's, there's... So the interesting thing 
it's flooded right now. Oh, it's completely flooded. Yeah, which is, it's a cool thing which about the resource yeah. here on here. All trails, uh, you can you can you know people can leave comments on the condition and things. That's great. Um, what's, so so what's your what's your experience on it? Is it one that you? Uh, what are some of your favorite things about this trail? Well, it's uh, it's really cool because you get to go into like these, are they called groves? Like where they separate yeah. in a lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you get to see like all of these party boats like in these different groves. And uh, it's just a really fun hike. Um, there's a part though, it gets really muddy and very slick and you're going downhill. And I've slid down that thing and I broke my big toe on a rock. Oh. Uh, so just be careful with that. This is dog friendly as well. So if you're looking for a good hike for your dog, Radnor Lake, you can't bring them on the regular trails, but volunteer trail, you can bring your dogs. They have to stay on the leash. Radnor, yeah, that is the can, oh, Radnor Lake. You can only bring your dogs on the paved concrete. Yeah. Yep. That is interesting. I forgot about that. Um, so volunteer trail, it's, I have not done the full 10.7. I think I've done round trip around eight. Gotcha. Maybe nine. Yeah. Uh, but it is a great hike oh, right along the lake. All right. So we do have a, a looped trail um, coming to you. And this is going from the eastern edge where we just were. Let's head over to the literal western edge of Davidson County, kind of at the southwestern edge uh, to, I believe this is in the Percy Warner Park side of things uh, to a trail called the Mossy Ridge Trail. I've, I've, I think you and I, and I've done this several times, have driven through this area. I don't know if I've hiked this, uh, but it, but it's definitely one that uh, has an elevation game to it. Oh, yeah. The elevation gain is 882 feet. It's the highest <laughs> elevation Lord. gain we have in these in these five things. This is a 4.9-mile trail. It's a loop. I've done this whole trail once, and then I've done parts of this trail numerous times. Uh, but 4.9 miles, it starts um, kind of near the visitor center. So you can start near the visitor center, kind of, of Percy Warner. Uh, and it goes all through the back mountains. You get to see the steeplechase racetrack. Yeah, that's pretty um, cool. And it is... In the fall, it's my one of my favorite hikes to do near Nashville. Yes. Uh, looking at the comments, it says it's very well marked. Um, and uh, just the times driving through it, I would say you might encounter less than 10 people going through a trail like this Give or take. compared to Percy Warner Park. Yeah, that is, is a lot more heavily populated uh, or the sorry, Edwin Warner. It's a lot more populated than uh, kind of this Percy Warner side and this is called the mossy ridge trail there's also snakes so be, i mean you're be, in tennessee be careful so uh i mean it's it's become more of a common practice for me now that i've been down in tennessee almost no matter when we're going on some kind of hike or something outdoors it doesn't matter if it's 80 90 degrees i am wearing long pants and a long shirt dude the ticks the ticks have been really bad already this year yeah and uh the snakes i am i'm wearing shorts and flip-flops i was about to say i've, <laughs> I've got on boots long pants i mean but everything's really breathable yeah and uh that's that sunburn uh prevents that as well okay so uh, this next trail, and Stuart, you're going to have to remind me where... Oh, yeah, th this is a trail that we took uh, last year in 2020. This is called the Rogers Walk Trail. It's literally in the middle of Nashville. Yeah, so this is found at the Ellington Agriculture Center uh, in South Nashville. Parts of this was flooded with the Nashville flood that happened two weeks ago. 
or, or give or take. This is a 2.4 mile, mile trail. It's a really easy trail. Uh, there is some elevation. There's 141 feet of elevation gang. Most of it's going downhill, though, and then you have to walk back up where those horses are, the yeah, police horses are. for sure. Uh, but it's a really nice hike. There's a museum down there, uh, and it's just an area of Nashville. You're like, why is this here in the middle of Nashville? I literally do not <laughs> understand why all of this is here. Well, give us a little history of, of this place, and, and it'll give a little more context to, like, probably why they put a walking trail here yeah so state tennessee does a lot of research um in this area they have a lot of like biological labs here uh also metro police store their horses here uh so there's a lot of like farming and farming techniques taught here in this area and it's like this open green space and a lot of it's in a flood zone which makes sense yeah um so uh but the on top of the hill there's a museum there there's two events uh, uh spaces there so you can have a wedding at this place and i've heard the weddings at this place are amazing this is also a loop trail so you don't have to go out and back type situation okay so uh the hardest trail that we are going to recommend today uh is so this is for the extreme uh hikers out there we have a trail that is for you this is going to be one of the best ones that we can recommend if you want a full workout uh, up you, you want to go far and you want to go high this is the laurel woods trail it's a 12-mile, lightly trafficked, I wonder why, uh, loop trail near Ashland City, Tennessee. Uh, it, you get a chance to see wildlife. Primarily, this is used for hiking, walking, and nature uh, trips, dog-friendly as well. The elevation gain, hold on to your hats for this one. It is 1,541 feet uh, for your elevation gain there. So, uh yeah, have fun with that one. This is inside Beeman Park. So Beeman Park is considered a natural area of Tennessee. Uh, there's a lot of hiking trails in this area. The really cool thing is, uh, I don't know how often you've been up to Ashland City, Aaron, but the mountains up there, like they're like full blown, like up and down and up and down and up and down. And it's like, it's yep. kind of near a body of water. There's like a little pond. It looks like on this map. Uh, you can't really <laughs> zoom into the map. Uh, but I've heard great things about these hiking trails. Yeah. So I'm looking at the a comment that literally just from a few days ago um, and said the trail has been newly renovated, well marked, has maps throughout the loop, very easy to follow. Uh, this person said there are a lot of runners and day hikers along the trail and they would not call it lightly trafficked. Uh, but the, the spring growth is very pretty. The new trail winds amount uh, on the beautiful ridges and, and gullies are really nice. So, uh, really good to see. And, and I, I do enjoy that this is, is updated with comments and you can, uh, you know, get a good perspective of what your hike is going to be like on this. Oh, there's also a few Creek crossings. So bring your hiking boots or your, or your hiking sandals or your Crocs. <laughs> uh, do not hike in Crocs. I do not recommend it. That's very dangerous. Oh, uh, well. It's very dangerous. It looks like <laughs> most people only do the like six mile trails instead of the full 12 mile trails, which gotcha. makes sense because of time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of great comments about this park. Yeah. All right. So if you have a hiking trail that is special to you, you want to share it with us, uh, just text us. Let us know at 615-392-1358. Text us and let us know what your favorite hiking trail in Nashville is. Also, if you're on YouTube, feel free to, to leave a comment. Let us know if you've done any of these or if you have a hiking trail that is special to you.
All right. Our local artist of the day is a group called Royals. It is a trio of sisters. uh, So we're going to hear their song here in a bit. This song specifically is called Destiny. You can find their Spotify link in the show notes as well as their website. You can listen to all of the local artists who play here on the podcast by clicking on Spotify, Nashville Daily Artist of the Day. A little bit about Royals. Uh, I believe they've been in Nashville for quite a while and uh, they have a few favorite restaurants here uh, that are really, really a uh, fan of the local scene. Uh, so they have uh, Chewy's, which has three locations throughout Nashville. They have one up at Opry Mills, one in Midtown, one down in Franklin. I don't know if they have one down in Murfreesboro, uh, but it's a great Tex-Mix restaurant. Uh, they also have one of the best Irish pubs in town, McNamara's, and they love all things coffee. All right. So we all love that coffee. So that's good to hear. Here is the Royals with Destiny. There's no empty spaces between Things are really just as they seem Divided, caught up in a sudden turbulence Toss me back and forth until I land Decide, time's up Yeah, I made my choice It wasn't real hard for me I just followed my destiny Tough luck, trying to change my mind with destiny wow that's like a hype song dude that's so much i love that Uh, tomorrow we're talking about the brand new tennessee state library and archives all right we're gonna hype that up too because it's just as cool i'm actually really excited to to talk about this and uh we'll make it exciting for you guys see you tomorrow Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.